Hello, everybody. I hope that you're having a gorgeous and fantastic start to your day. And I hope that whenever this podcast reaches you, it hits you at a time that inspires you and helps you out in your journey in one way or another. I'm sending you all my best either way. For today's segment, I want to talk about how many martial arts you actually need and why practitioners study with several teachers or many, many teachers. How many do you actually need? Why do they do it? What's the point? Well, with anything, the more experience you have, the better. When you first start training, the best thing to do is in your classroom, you're probably going to have a lot of students. Or if you're taking private lessons, even better, cherish that time because you're going to have personal time, attention with your teacher, which is rare, by the way. If you have that opportunity, I suggest and encourage you to go for it. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes if you want to learn a martial art, the best thing to do is do private lessons. If you have the money and the, and the time to do it. Or if your teacher allows it. Listen to that. That is a tip. Because sometimes classroom settings uh, can be toxic. Depending. Okay? Tip. Don't forget that. Now, when you first start training, if you have good brothers and sisters, you're going to start engaging with your material and you're going to start testing it out. And um, right then and there, you're going to start getting ideas from other people. Then you're going to formulate your own. You're going to disagree with some. You're going to agree with others. Um, The best thing to do is, again, as um, in this podcast, I always suggest to rely on yourself. First and foremost, if you have an intuitive thought or an understanding, don't discourage it. Don't put it down. Hold on to it. Let it marinate until it comes into uh, combat fruition and... Let it mature within yourself, in your mind, in your heart, and in your fists. Okay? So, with that being said, you're going to start engaging with all your students. So, already right now, you're getting a ton of experience. As you start getting better, after you start sparring, you're going to get more confidence. You might be encouraged to go out to seminars. Again, it's going to challenge you to grow through your martial art. So, through your training, you're going to be pushed to new heights. You're going to start gaining confidence, and you're going to start going out into the world and getting experience. That is wonderful. Um, If you can mature your martial art into a very well combat system, either through sparring and then you put your own um, twists on it as well, all of that is great. You hear what I'm saying? All of that is great. Because one really good combat system is all you need if you go out there and get enough experience. However, training with other people and experiencing things, going places with your martial arts, helps it grow ten times fold. When I went to a demonstration in China and had to perform in the mas- uh, for all the masters um, in the style of Hongqin or Hongga, I massively improved. It pushed me way beyond my comfort zones, beyond my limits, to the point where your mind wants to shut down. You're tired, you are traveling, you're, you're in another country, and then you have to perform in front of the most illustrious mentors in the world. And not just one, I'm talking about a council um, of about 100 
So you can watch my video, Hunga Journey into China, on my YouTube channel if you'd like to see more of that. It's a wonderful journey, but it pushes you beyond your limits. And um, in 2010, I won the national champion for performance with the Guando. That's great. Every time you get into a sparring match with another school, that's great. Um, the more friends you make and skilled practitioners that are open-minded and creative, that's great. So you want all that. You want all that experience. Why you study a different martial art is um, when you learn a new martial art, you learn a new way of thinking. You learn a new way of moving. Um, and there are also going to be several health reasons as you get older. You know, For example, um, the low stances in Hunga could hurt your knees as you get older if you don't do it correctly. Um, you know, and as you mature, you can move inward um, to a more internal martial art or health reasons such as Tai Chi or um, let's say you want more tactical stuff because you're going to be doing some combat missions in the jungle if you're a special forces um, individual or if you're in the military or if you're a police officer, you're going to want some knife work and you're going to want some uh, stuff that can be applied to firearms as well, techniques that can work for the realities of the habitat. Um, in which you're going to be involving yourself or you are surrounded in. So there's several reasons, you know, but your foundational art is always important. But everybody needs a foundation. So before we go out and start learning hundreds of martial arts, you need to develop your foundation. You hear what I'm saying? So if you are even studying Taekwondo, if you're even studying Aikido, if you're even studying a martial art, which you feel or which is popularly, you know, done when you're younger. But, you know, I don't know. No matter what it is, what I'm trying to tell you is stick with it until you have a mature understanding of it and then branch off. And then if at that point you feel you want to go into another direction or if you're more gravitated towards something um, or if you could pick stuff up here and there, you know, a lot of the times you might become a bouncer. Let's say you have a foundation in Taekwondo and then you become a bouncer. You could add that material. You're going to find the shortcomings of your martial art no matter what environment you're going to engage in, you know, but you're going to grow and you're going to add to it. And that's the whole point of it. You add on to your art. Okay, and then you gain new insights. So um, I had a student who was a master of Taekwondo, and then he became a bouncer, and he found that there were some shortcomings in his system, uh, but then he matured it, and he learned the ways of bouncing, and he added it and incorporated it into his system, which is great, and that's what you're supposed to do. So when you reach a high enough level, you start adding material um, to suit what you wish to achieve in the martial arts. Some people learn the entire system. Some people take things here and there and add it into, um, you know, they consolidate it all into their own version of um, what they've learned. However, no matter how many different ways you want to put this, you must, in my opinion, have sufficient enough material before we branch off and start adding to anything. So... Learn your martial art and get a ton of experience. It's, it's perfectly normal, uh, and I think it's absolutely encouraged to spar with different people, spar with other systems. Take your material and try to make it work. Develop it. Get a lot of exposure. Get a lot of experience. Get out there. Go to competitions. Spar with different people. Touch hands, especially with friendly people, not, not those who are just trying to damage you. Um, 
or, or belittle your art. You know, I want you to work with creative people. Then I t- play with an Aikido person. Play with a, a Taekwondo person. Touch hands with a Wing Chun guy. Um, you know, you know, practice some knife work with a Salat player or an Escrimador. You know, uh, meet a real Southern Kung Fu master. Uh, you know, mix it up with mixed martial arts. Find out the, the shortcomings of, of sports. You know, get in there with a boxer. I think it's important to do all of it. And I think it's all very wonderful. Um, and so get all of that experience. But before disparaging something, I would definitely suggest to take your martial art to a high enough level. Because no matter what you do, you're going to need a foundation. No matter what it is. Even if you decide to, oh yes, I'm going to be a C. Joe, which is a creator of your own system. Even if you decide to create your own system because you have a lot of ingenuity and focus. And let's say that you're just a prodigy, right? You're just, you, you have such a, an intelligent mind. You still need to base it off of something. And that was in one of my other podcasts that everything is a curriculum. Even if everything is intuitive and everything is um, meant for the creative, uh, you know, your creative expression and freedom in the martial arts, you still need something to base it off of. Everything needs to be based on something. And that's why I said that there's always a curriculum. Listen to my words. I've said it before. Formation before improvisation. Formation before improvisation. You must learn formation before you learn improvisation. And hopefully a well-trained uh, master will take your formation and teach you how to do improvisation. And then eventually you find liberty and uh, creative expression. That's the, the point, but it needs to start somewhere. You need to learn the basics before we get to there. Same thing. Um, if you're really... That's why... Most masters will tell you, just stick with the martial art and develop it really well. Find out what you like. Like, if you're really gravitated towards um, Chinese Kung Fu, Southern Fist, freaking go for it. Put everything you have into it. But as you get better and as you're developing, push yourself through through your martial art. See where your martial art will take you. Go to championships. Go to sparring matches. Don't be afraid to fail. Travel the world. Visit places. Meet other styles you know test it out question it put it through the ringer put it through the thing add add where it needs to be added but before we go around changing things again my advice is to see how far you can um develop it uh develop yourself first before you start changing things okay so i hope you find that useful and this is the reason why uh people study different uh martial arts or go different places you might find a hole in your repertoire. You know, eventually after you reach mastery, there might be something missing from your system. Um, for example, a lot of um, fighting styles didn't learn Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or they didn't learn how to go to the ground. So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu had an answer um, that, that was needed. It's not necessary, okay? If you're, you know, in, in, in a lot of conditions in, in war arts, you don't want to go to the ground, if, especially if you're in... Uh, you know, dealing with gangs and things like that. So it, it doesn't have the answer to everything, but what I'm saying is is that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was perfect because it filled a need, a hole, okay? And then uh, experts of Judo, they became really excellent at throwing, and they learned how to get past the arm. So what I'm telling you is not every martial art has, has the answer to everything, and I've said that before. 
The important thing is, is to master your system and then study with different people and travel around and meet other uh, practitioners if they're open to it or um, do seminars with other teachers to find uh, or to fill the gaps in and to grow as a martial artist because that's the ultimate is to experience, to go through an experience through your fighting art. I hope you found that insightful and helpful. Go out there, start training. And I'm Sifu Jacob Renan with Iron Martial Arts.